Hi guys, welcome back for episode three of Team Smart Rambles. I am your head coach, Rowena Smart. And I am Vic, our weight loss specialist. And today we're going to be speaking to you about food diversity, what it is, ways to achieve it. But we want to remind you, as always, that this is a podcast and it is for educational purposes only. You must always consult your own medical or health provider for your own personal information. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get started. Let's get started. You got that 15 minute timer on, girl? Oh, no, I do not. (laughs) (laughs) Got to keep us under control. All right, go. Okay, so food diversity, what is it and how do we achieve it? So do you want to take off with what food diversity is? And I can talk about why we need it. Yeah, so food diversity is including all of the different foods in our diet. So we can get all of our vitamins, minerals, nutrients, uh, and antioxidants from a whole range of foods because sometimes we can get stuck in just choosing the same foods over and over again because we simply enjoy them. I know sometimes I can get quite bad at that. Um, So we want to include a whole wide range so that we can get all of those goodnesses into our bodies. Yeah, and when we talk about the food diversity, it is quite literally talking about everything your herbs, your spices, all your different meat choices, all your different plant-based proteins, all your different fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, all those important things are part of your food diversity. And as Vic said, it covers our micronutrients and our macronutrients and the antioxidants. And the antioxidants fall into the phytochemical family. So phytochemicals, all our foods are made up of chemicals. They're called phytochemicals. So they all have different ones. You have the brassica family, which is your broccoli and your cabbage and your cauliflower and Brussels sprouts and radishes even fall in there. And But even your sprouts, like you can sprout broccoli seeds and eat them as alfalfa sprouts. They are one of the healthiest foods in the world. Did you know that? No. They are like the biggest cancer fighter that there is. Okay. When it comes to (laughs) phytochemicals. So when it comes to phytochemicals, yeah, your sprouts are have the highest amount of the phytochemical that helps fight against cancer. And by sprouts, do you mean like alfalfa sprouts? Yeah, but the broccoli ones are the like highest of them, of the sprouting. Okay. Yeah. Um, you learn something new every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why your girl eats alfalfa sprouts. And I always throw Brussels in my alfalfa sprouts when I sprout. Sorry, not Brussels, the broccoli seed as well. Um, because it has more of a peppery taste than your alfalfa does. Yeah, like when you eat the broccoli raw, you can taste that. Yeah. yeah. So um, by doing the sprouts, if you had, and I mean, maybe you like that flavor. <laughs> you can totally <laughs> just sprout a tablespoon of broccoli sprouts and make that your sprouts for the week in your salad. But um, yeah, I like to mix it in with my alfalfa, so it's not quite so intense. I feel like that's what used to put me off as a kid. I fell for the sprouts. I'd be on a real roll and then mum would bring home because mum just bought them from the supermarket when we were kids. I've never seen them. In like, the supermarket. No, like the Brussels spr- uh, of the broccoli sprouts. I don't think they promote that it's in there because sometimes she would bring home alfalfa sprouts and they would be like bitey, which is obviously as a kid I didn't pick up that it was a peppery taste. But it must be in there because alfalfa notice. sprouts do not have that. But I sprout them myself now. It's way, way too easy. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and way cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the totally off track look at that for a ramble. <laughs> look at us getting sidetracked not us um but it is important to get all those different foods and it's not just about the different foods and 
I see lots of people say eating the rainbow, which is fantastic because that gives us a really good variety. But I do notice a lot of those people even still miss out on their herbs and spices. And they have a lot of other phytochemicals that you can't get in other foods. And that is a thing. These phytochemicals are different from food to food. Some overlap and same with the micronutrients. But you need to get like this diverse diet of everything to fit it all in. It's a lot. We've got yeah. a huge food database and that can become super overwhelming when you tell people fit everything in. I agree. It can be very overwhelming to make sure that you're kind of fitting in like a little bit of everything throughout the week. Mm. For me, I really like with seeds and nuts. Mm-hmm. Seeds is probably my hardest too. And that's why I put ground seeds on my oats in the morning. Um but nuts, that's easy. I just have a little array of nuts in the afternoon. I only have 10 grams of each, like, so mm. 10 almonds, 10 grams of cashew, and it's, it's actually like two whole walnuts. I haven't been weighing them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I probably should be. <laughs> but, yeah, so I just have that as part of my afternoon snack. But it doesn't matter with your nuts either for the health benefits. So nuts are good for your heart health. But there is no science at this point in time, obviously science always changes, but there's no science to say that raw is better than roasted or salted is worse off, obviously other than the sodium content in that. Um, But yeah, as for the benefits of the nuts, there isn't enough data at this point where they can be like, no, it must only be raw. Yeah. I really push the limit sometimes when I say that I'm getting peanuts in in my peanut M&Ms, but life is Don't about pushing that limits. <laughs> it's healthy. It's got a peanut. It's not a chocolate consumption, but I'm not just saying it's my nut consumption. Um, yeah, so it it can become overwhelming because obviously you've got all your lentils, all your legumes, all your beans. You've got so many vegetables, and I love growing my vegetables in my garden. And I hear about so many new vegetables and then I look at Smarty and I'm like, can I grow that too? <laughs> uh, just double checking it's not a weed, basically. Um, and even sometimes he's never heard of them. So there are so many things out there. You don't have to obviously go find the rare different vegetables that are out there. You can keep it as simple as possible. But... Um, don't feel like you have to fit it all in on one day or even all in one week. So we have done a blog um, on the website. I'll link it in the description. And we've given an example. It's only five days. And on day one, there's 30 different foods, herbs and spices, and they all get used throughout the week in different ways. Yeah, so you're not out there buying 50 million different ingredients using similar staples throughout the entire five days, but swapping in and out of things that you can probably just grow in your garden. Like herbs are so easy to grow. Herbs are Not so for me because anything <laughs> I grow on purpose dies, except for my indoor plants. But anything I grow in my garden dies. So when I notice herbs slowly disappearing out of my herb <laughs> garden, I know it's you helping yourself as you leave. Yeah, literally. Back. I'll be like, oh, take some of that. Thank <laughs> you. I needed some time today. <laughs> um, yeah, see, I find herbs quite easy and you can just grow them on your windowsill and in the house. Maybe you should try growing them in your house since you can keep I your know. house plants alive. I have a basil plant on my windowsill in the kitchen right now and it is thriving. Mm. But I, it's thriving too much that I can't eat it. But it's about, to, it's about to not. 
right. Yeah, it's starting yeah. to drip a little bit, but it's like it's huge. <laughs> I made pesto out of mine on the weekend. Oh, I should do that. The Jamie yeah, Oliver one. His instructions said to mortar and pestle it. I haven't got that kind of time or patience. So I just blitzed it and I just blitzed the pine nuts before I added the other ingredients. Yum. So they didn't end okay. up chunky. Send me that recipe. Yeah. We'll link that recipe here as well. <laughs> just promoting <laughs> everyone need that. <laughs> yeah, because then you put it on the bottom of your chicken pizza or on your chicken pasta. Mm, mint. Just mix it in with everything. <laughs> New salad dressing. Basil pesto veggies. Yeah. There you go. Great. Oh my gosh. Yes. When That's I, a new recipe idea. Yeah. When I do roasted veggies, I will throw onions and capsicums in there and they infuse their flavors through the rest of your vegetables. It makes it, just elevates it to another level. But it also means that there's an extra variety of foods i feel like roasted veggies are so easy to chuck in like all the different colors Mm -hmm. eat the rainbow Mm -hmm. chuck them all in roast them up like super easy way to make sure that you're getting like five or six even more different veggies in one meal yeah 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 and it can bulk up your veg too because if you throw some zucchini in there um some eggplant in with your potatoes and even throw pumpkin in. Sorry, I forgot our favourite. Pumpkin. pumpkin. Fun fact. I once <laughs> ate so much pumpkin in a comp prep that I turned orange. Yeah. Like legitimately turned orange. Yeah. And I didn't even notice. I, we spent so much time together and you were like, am I orange? And I'm like, no, nah, man, you're fine. <laughs> and then afterwards I was like, you know, maybe you were orange because you're not <laughs> that colour anymore. <laughs> sidetracked again yeah but yeah so within roast vegetables you can have a regular old potato because they're not the devil they also have their own amazing micronutrients and phytochemicals you can choose to have some sweet potato in there as well you can go multiple options with sweet potato extra colors pumpkin you've got some orange go zucchini you've got your green red onion so you've got a completely different color again and you can go so many different colors for capsicum beetroot is delicious Another easy colour to chuck in there. Yeah. Broccoli, cauliflower. And if you're someone that doesn't know how to cook, so this is where, because I will find when, when people have a really processed diet, it's definitely not a diverse diet because it's a lot of packaged stuff. And I get that that is the world we live in, but we need to move away from living in it if we want to live a long time. Like, I want to be very careful with the words I use on here in case somebody bees or like, she made this comment, but you know, cancer is increasing and there is some very prevalent. Yeah. And some things in our lives have changed, changed drastically. Like once upon a time you grew all your fruits and vegetables and your meats and you made your own flour and your own bread. I am not telling people to do that because I'm not about to start that. AKA home, homemade bread is way more delicious. Exactly. Everything home is delicious. Even your fruits and vegetables. My family will always hang the dick on me because they're like, Rowena doesn't like tomatoes unless they come out of her own veggie garden. And I'm like, it's different. Tomatoes taste completely different out of the garden compared to the store because I don't know whether people realize this. I definitely do because of what we have done, like being vegetable growers, veggies and fruits are actually picked green so that they will travel and store well and they colour up by the time they get to the store. So mm. your tomatoes weren't red when they left the they farmer's yard, well, paddock, 
they slowly ripened, but they haven't actually got the nutrients out of the plant. So there's actually a lower nutrient content of the foods in your supermarket than there is if you went and picked it or even went and bought it at the farmer's market on the weekend. Yeah, true. How crazy is that? Mm. So the nutritional content, they've done tests on it and stuff that it's yeah, completely different micronutrient phytochemical balances through those foods. Yeah. So if you have the space and a little bit of time, do it yourself at home. Yeah, just a little bit of container gardening. Yeah. You don't even need to... You can go buy those containers. You don't even have to bend over anymore. I don't bend over in the garden. <laughs> oh, my God, my back would probably pop out. <laughs> so broken at the moment. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, you don't even have to bend over. It's all standing. Hang things off the bloody fence. My herb garden is we just put, when we say we, I did it. I don't know why I say we. Um, I just put mesh up against our rainwater tank and tied it on so that it stayed there. And I've used wire to twist to create like a holder for my terracotta pots that I've then put potting mix in and my herbs. And it actually looks really cool too. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I'm very proud of my little, my little thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like... um. Like on the block when you look out and they made the kitchen and they have like your hanging um, vertical herb garden. Mm -hmm. Like if that was out your window, that's what you've got. I wish that was out my window. <laughs> Redesigns house. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'm just accidentally going to drive the lotus through here. <laughs> Guarantee myself. A new she's home. that savage that she's not joking. Yeah. I don't need a big fancy house. I just like more windows. Yeah. I want a skylight in my kitchen. See, that I don't want. I grew up with one and the dirt that used to come out of that. Mind you, they're probably better sealed. It would probably way better now. Yeah. Yeah. And it was always cold in that room too. Oh, my house is already cold. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Digressing. Um, yeah. So growing a little bit of something, even just growing your tomato bush, I'm doing an experiment at the moment. I don't know whether you noticed when you walked in today that there's a tomato bush at the back door. You're not meant to be able to grow tomatoes in winter here, but I have put it in a pot and I have covered it in um, clash, which is a, just a plastic. clear plastic. Um, and yeah, so my aim is that I'm going to get tomatoes in winter. <laughs> and if it works, there will be a bigger pot there next year. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is it's not very big. And no. you could do that. Yeah. It's literally just a pot plant. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So if you are interested in gardening, just pot, like, look up container gardening. Yeah. Getting off the topic though. But yeah, so food diversity is important for us for just our general health and well-being. It can be incredibly overwhelming because there is so many foods. And there's obviously foods that we don't love or we don't know or understand and if you're not a big cook, get into Pinterest. Once you start checking out some different options, you will learn how to cook and be quite a good cook really quickly. It's just about practice. Yeah. And adding like herbs and even just like simple adding herbs and garlic with a little bit of olive oil, mm. like change up the herbs, like just chuck in whatever you've got. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't have to be a followed recipe. Like you can just... Go through your pantry, see what herbs and spices you've got. Oh, that's our timer again. Oh my over goodness. again. Sorry, girls. Um, and just chuck it all in, and I guarantee you it'll taste delicious. And if you're not sure what combos to put together, Google it, because there is websites galore. 
that give flavor combos. So say you're cooking barramundi and you want to know what herbs or flavors go with barramundi, you will find yeah. at least 100 recipes or websites that will just list the herbs that go well with it. Not even a recipe. So you can still create your own thing. Yeah. But also just try it. Mm. Try to get creative. Mm-hmm. Some of the best recipes that I've ever like made at home that I don't actually know the recipe of because mm. I literally just chuck things together. Oh my God, I'm always in trouble. Are uh, <laughs> the most amazing, delicious things, but I can never cook them again because I never write it down. And that's why I get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you don't have to have a recipe to be a good cook. No. Mm. No. It's once you learn how to cook, it's amazing. Yeah. And. You don't have to grow your own vegetables. Absolutely just go down to the farmer's market, even if you just want to go to the supermarket. Don't overcomplicate it. Take your time. Transition. Add one new food a week. You don't have to eat that new food every week. But if you currently don't have a diverse diet and it's because you've been brought up eating processed foods or not a lot of fruit and vegetables, just because that was the way you were brought up, there's nothing wrong with that. There's really nothing in schools to teach you that it should be different. Yeah. So, you know... Go to the supermarket, walk into the fruit and veggie section, look at something that you have no idea what it is, Google it if you must, look up a recipe using it, and try it. Yeah. Do you know what? Worst case scenario, you hate it and you never use it again. And that's okay. We don't like, we don't all like every single food. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure there's some things that you like that I don't, and there's vice versa. Yeah. I hate salmon. I don't like fish at all. Yeah, so Sheree loves it. Ugh. Squid. I used to love it. But Squid is the only like seafoody, fishy type thing that I'll eat. Yeah, see, I like all the shellfish. Mm. Yeah, like calamari and prawns. I don't eat yabbies because it's just so much hard work. If I have to peel it, I'm not eating it. <laughs> if I have to work for my food, I'm not, I'm not here for it. <laughs> if I can't just cut it and cook it, done. <laughs> yeah. But even... Sorry, we're getting off track. I promise I will shut up after this. But back to growing your own, I hate kale from the supermarket. It is so stringy and chewy and disgusting. Chewing is actually good for us, by the way. That's why our mouths are starting to look weird. Our faces are losing their shape because we don't chew our food properly. Different topic. But I will never, I buy kale from the supermarket every now and again back in the day because I was like, I need to like it. It's healthy. But I hate it. If I grow it in the garden, I actually pick it when it's young. So it's better for me and it tastes good i just can't get around it well i've put pink in this year so i will pink give kale you, it's pink Ooh, it is pink maybe i like it because it's yeah. pink i will pick you some pink <laughs> and i can give you some purple and some black so i'll give you a little combo i'll make you a salad and teach you that you'll like it okay i'm not going to rule it out like we just said you've got to try these things mm-hmm. but i'm just not here for it mm. okay. i don't know just but anyway guys i feel like there's been lots of off-topic rambles here but hopefully you still got some educational content out of it but just go try some new foods set yourself a goal i think we said 20 different foods a week in the blog that we is in the description yeah but it's super easy to fit 30 yeah but if you're currently only eating like on the same rotation of five don't don't try and go boom i'm gonna try for 20 the first week mm-hmm. like just add two three new things yeah and then 
swap them out and try new things the following week. And also watch your fiber content. If you currently eat five <laughs> grams of fiber and then go to 30, you're going to be a big bloated fatting mess. You will feel awful for it. Fiber must be increased slowly as well. And your husband well. will hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fiber needs to be increased slowly as well. Our gut microbe will adapt to that, but you just need to give it time if you don't have a high fiber diet. And obviously adding more fruits and vegetables in will increase your fiber. Yes. Especially if you add legumes and lentils too. Yes. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Apologies that we've gone over. It's probably a 20-minute podcast. Oh, oh well. Um, anyway, <laughs> we will be back next week, maybe. Maybe in a fortnight. We won't promise, but we'll be back. At some point. Bye. Bye.